Welcome to River Life Podcasts. We're a church family embracing the Father's presence, releasing empowered people to declare and demonstrate Christ's kingdom. We trust that God would use what you hear today to bless and grow you so that you would be a blessing to those around you. For more information about River Life Baptist Church, go to riverlifechurch.org.au or find us on social media. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. It's great to uh, join together on this eve of Christmas. Uh, My name is John. I'm the senior pastor here at River Life, and it really is just such a joy to be able to share this magnificent and very special time together. I love Christmas. I don't think I'm alone in the room to say I love Christmas, yeah? I love the idea of gathering with family and friends. I love that. I love presents, okay? I'm just being honest with you. I I will be as happy as anybody tomorrow around the tree. That's just me. I love giving them. I love getting them. Uh, You know, I I love the idea of eating tomorrow. I love the idea of celebrating. I love how worshipful and how meaningful the carols are that we're singing at this time of the year. Uh, It is just so wonderful and so beautiful. But sometimes it's hard to find the joy in the season. And amongst all the hectic busyness and everything else that's going on, there's a lyric out of uh, a carol, out of O Holy Night, where it says, the weary soul rejoices. Can anyone kind of muster a little of that? The weary soul rejoices. It's been a tiresome year, no doubt about it. There have been things going on at a a world scale. There's been things going on, you know, within our own families and homes, which you're kind of mustering up this weary soul rejoices. But we have every good reason to be able to rejoice if we keep our eyes fixed in the right place. Because if I listen to the world around me, if I focus on the circumstances that are surrounding us at the moment, then I will find little joy. If you flip through the, the, the headlines of this past week, you're going to read news that will terrify and disappoint you. You'll find news of violence and hopelessness that seems the senseless and even out of control. Things can just seem so dark in our world. The concern of, you know, wars, the rising cost of living, mortgage stress, and people finding it difficult to find a place to call home. There's another wave of COVID coming through. Uh, Rising crime rates amongst young people, relationship breakdowns, tension over climate change. I mean, if you just had to look at the world at large, you'd be thinking we are in the darkest of times. So how in these dark times can we see more clearly? How do we find a place of hope in the future? How can our weary souls rejoice? Well, the beginning of John, the Gospel of John, verses one through to five, we find reason. It says here, in the beginning was the Word, already existed. The Word was with God and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him and nothing was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everything that was created and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. 
In his gospel, John doesn't say anything about the nativity scene, anything about Mary and Joseph and their, their long trudge to Bethlehem and or the birth of Jesus in this way. No, he changes it up right from the start and instead he throws out, out this mind-boggling theological truth about Jesus that is so essential for us to know if we're going to understand why Jesus came and how our weary souls can rejoice. John echoes the opening words of Genesis, where in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth to let us know that Jesus was with God in the beginning before time began and was God. Everything was created through him and nothing was created without him. And at Christmas time, we celebrate Jesus, the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, entering the world as a man. Emmanuel, God with us. And the reason Jesus came is found in verses four and five of what we've just read. Jesus came to bring the light of life to a death-darkened world. In fact, Jesus is the light of life. Odds are tomorrow you're going to get some gifts that at least one that you will have absolutely no use for whatsoever. We all know what it's like to, to open a gift and, and, and when you do open that gift, you, you wanna look grateful, but you can't help wondering, what do I do with two kilograms of shortbread? What on earth do I do with a, a chipmunk Christmas album? Someone might wonder that, about what Jesus came to bring too. The light of life, what do I need that for? There's a lot of people that are walking around going, I'm alive, I'm well, I'm okay, I talk, I laugh, I cry, I work, I play, I live. I have life. But the life that Jesus came to bring is different than the life that we see in people as we pass them in the street, as they walk or at work or in the neighborhood or whatever. Most people are alive but dead. I'm not talking about some new kind of Christmas zombie apocalypse or something like that. I mean that we are physically alive but spiritually dead. Maybe more accurate to say that we're, we are physically alive but spiritually dormant. We get preoccupied with life around us, the pursuit of what we think is gonna bring a full life, a successful, well-paying career, a holiday and the toys to enjoy it with, the perfect family and friendships to enjoy, you know, an Instagram-worthy life. There are lots of things we focus on in life that we believe are going to bring us life and life to the full, a best life. Yet most of it's just surface level stuff. Most of it are the things that can easily be broken or rust or destroy. And while these things take up so much of our attention in trying to gain or being worried about the fact that someone else has more than what I have, and in the background, undisturbed, most people have a dormant spiritual life. A life that may not yet be awakened or one that perhaps appears dead. 
See, in the beginning, God said, let there be light, and there was light. Light allows us to see. We see the things created around us, the things that He Himself created from the moment we were born. We open our eyes and we're blessed to be able to see that light reflects on His creation. It allows us to see the wonder and the beauty of it. And then comes Jesus, who pronounces that He is the light of the world. Jesus, the light of life, allows us to see beyond the physical and material into a spiritual world. C.S. Lewis said, I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen, not only because I see it, but because by it I see everything else. This spiritual life is a reality. It's probably even more certain than so much of what we give attention to that will be here today and maybe not tomorrow. This spiritual life, it lasts for all eternity. But if we don't receive this new life that comes in the form of Jesus, we're walking out our current lives in spiritual darkness. This world is in spiritual darkness. We're spiritually blind, which why it seems so unimportant for us to talk about Jesus or God for most of our lives and why our bank accounts seem you know, very much important to us at this present time. Because we can't see what we can't see. But this light, it broke in to show us that there's a way out of spiritual darkness, a life that brings true life. And it's Jesus. And that's who John is describing in the opening remarks of his gospel. Jesus that came to bring light of God to our sin-sick souls. He opened blind eyes. He taught about God, his Father. He healed the sick and he released the oppressed. He died on a cross to pay for the sins of all who trust in him. Spiritual life brings sight to our souls. We see the worth of Jesus. We see how much we need God. We see truth. Jesus came to bring the light of life to a death darkened world and darkness cannot overcome the light. Don't you think that's incredible? Like the whole idea that darkness and lights are opposites, but they're not equal opposites. You can't turn on a light, you can, sorry, you can turn on a light, even the smallest of light, and it's gonna shine a lot in the darkness. But you can't turn on the darkness. Darkness can't overcome light. Darkness is the absence of light. Let there be light and the darkness is overcome. So the light of Christ cannot be overcome by the darkness of the world, the things that are around us, if we truly focus on the real meaning of this Christmas season, our weary souls can rejoice. We don't have to be focused on the darkness that is around us because the light of life has come in Jesus who cannot be overcome by the darkness. His light will always shine but that doesn't mean that some will refuse him. A couple of verses later in John chapter one, it says this, the one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone was coming into the world. That is Jesus. 
He came into the world that he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people and even they rejected him. And this is exactly what happened to Jesus. Many saw that, that he was perhaps this promised Messiah, but they didn't put their trust in him. He was despised and he was rejected. Jesus, the one who made the world, but the world would reject him. And to this day, many will reject him because they prefer the darkness to the light. In John chapter three, verse nine says, this is the crisis we're in. God light streamed into the world, but men and women everywhere ran for darkness. They went for the darkness because they were not really interested in pleasing God. Everyone who makes a practice of doing evil, addicted to denial and illusion, hates God light and won't come near it, fearing a painful exposure. Now, Jesus is the true light, but people love darkness rather than light. Guilty consciences hate the light because it exposes sin. We all hide things in the dark. Every one of us. Can you imagine if there was a way to allow light to shine on everything you've ever done, ever thought, ever said, so that everyone could see it clearly? Can you imagine how you'd feel? If every motive, if every desire of the heart were exposed for everyone to see, do you think any of us would welcome that? But that's the good news about Jesus that, that brings light and life. He didn't come to expose all your stuff that you've hidden in darkness to everyone else. He didn't shine a light that brings shame. Instead, his light is the life, light that brings life. He wants you to understand that you needn't hide in the darkness. Darkness is not good, but there is light and life that he will bring to our spiritual souls, those parts of us that can lay dormant if not dead. And yet when we receive his light, the darkness flees and we walk in the light and life that only Jesus can bring. Jesus didn't come to judge us, but to save us. And that brings us to the great good news that is in this passage, the great good news that we celebrate at Christmas. To all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. And everyone who receives Jesus becomes a child of God. Because of sin, we're, we're born into spiritual darkness and death, but by Je receiving Jesus by faith, we're born again as children, children of God, entering into eternal life. And this is what it means by the light of life. Sin separated us from God. Christ reconciles us to God, making us sons and daughters of our Father in heaven. Only Jesus could ever accomplish this. Our best works could never cut it, never earn for us a place for eternity with him. 
But Jesus, by dying in our place and paying the price of our sin, makes it possible for us to come into the light, not to be judged, but to be forgiven. And through Jesus, God saves us, adopts us, transfers us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his glorious light, the son in whom he loves. Who is Jesus and what did he come to do? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Take a look at the image on the front of your River Life News that you received on the way in. Perhaps you downloaded on online. The shadow of Jesus wearing a crown of thorns being crucified is over the manger. Jesus really was born to die, but it was a death with a purpose, God's eternal purpose. Christmas is a saviour given to a dark world so that all who trust in Him might have the light of life and it calls for a response from every single one of us. Many will refuse the light, but many will also be saved. Our weary souls really can rejoice in this good news. Discover this Christmas God's forgiveness. Discover this Christmas the joy. Discover this Christmas His freedom and His peace that is available because of Jesus. The light of revelation that reveals both our sin and our Saviour. What's going to be your response to Jesus this Christmas? Will you receive Him? Or will you reject Him? Will you say, I don't need Him, I don't need a Saviour, I have enough life? Or will you believe in Him? The one who can save you, forgive you, make you a child of God, give you eternal life and life now and forevermore in His light, in His guidance, in His love. I pray that if you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, that today you won't leave here without doing so. If you have questions, we'd love to talk with you. If you've got questions online right now, there's people there willing, ready to talk with you. If you're still searching, God is faithful to help lead you to Himself. This message is a message of that light that brings us into true life. And today, you can put your trust in Jesus to save you, just like it was told by the angel to Joseph, name your son Jesus, for He will save the people from their sins. Please don't put off a decision. To ignore Jesus is to reject Him. But today, you can put your trust in Him that He might bring light and life. If you're watching online right now, it's as easy as clicking that button to say, I wanna commit my life to Jesus and someone will have a chat with you about what that really means and spend time praying with you. 
But if you're here joining with us this day right here, right now, I'd like to pray with you. And if you would like to give your life this Christmas to Jesus, call on Him, the light of the world, to give you true life, finding that your weary soul might once again rejoice because of this wonderful, eternal, great news in Jesus. Let's pray together. Father God, I thank You. Thank You for giving us Jesus as the one and only source of true light and life. We confess we've walked in darkness and then even by our own decisions, we have ignored You, we've gone our own way and in doing so, sinned against You, we've walked in darkness. But You, Father, have revealed to us in Jesus true light and life of this world. Forgive us, we need You, Jesus. I need the life that is only found in You. I give control of my life to You. Come, light of the world, and lead me in Your ways everlasting. I ask it in Your wonderful Name, Jesus. Amen. And if today you've made that decision, the best and the greatest decision you'll ever make in your life, and you've made that for the first time, or we want to give you the gift of a Bible this Christmas to be able to encourage you in your walk with Jesus. You might understand who God is a little more through the Word, and we'd love to be able to give that to you. So if today that was you in the singing of these next couple of carols, If you would like to come forward down the front, I'd love to be able to pray with you. I'd love to be able to give you a Bible and just bless you as you've made this life-changing decision. God bless you. I pray that you have a very, very safe and holy Christmas and a, a safe and happy new year. We look forward to seeing you again soon. God bless. Thanks for listening to this River Life podcast. Make sure you subscribe to keep up to date with all the latest content. If this podcast has raised any questions for you, contact us via church at riverlifechurch.org.au or through Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening.